0: This week's Torah portion, Parshas Nitzavim, is read right before Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, which are the days of tshuva, the days of repentance. During these 10 days, it is the most auspicious time to return to God to do tshuva. The verse in the Torah portion of Nitzavim speak about returning to the righteous path. The verse says, when the Jewish people will take to heart the blessings and the curses, and return to God, your God, with all your heart and with all your soul. On this, the asks, It makes sense that a person will be inspired to return to God because of the curses, God forbid, that God has brought. It will cause someone to be brokenhearted and thus inspire a return to God. Tshuva. But how is it that a person feels compelled to return to God because of God's blessings? The verse says that a person returns because of the curses and blessings. And this Rashi didn't give any insight here is because the verses can be understood at the literal, at the literal level. What is the explanation here? What is the inspiration to repent and return to God from the blessings? The Reb explains that the type of repentance in these verses can actually be understood from the verses themselves without the need for Rashi to give an an explanation. These verses speak about a level of repentance that touches a very deep chord in the person. The pain and feeling of remorse is so deep that it inspires a person to return with all your heart and with all your soul, like the verse says. It's obvious that when a person, God forbid, is cursed, that he will feel distressed and in pain, causing him to repent but there's yet another level of pain that a person can feel, which the verse speaks about. The verse says, the blessings and the curse. The blessing and the curse. This alludes to a situation where a person had blessings and then that blessing was taken away from him. The feeling of pain is more profound than if he would never have had the blessings in the first place. The Torah is saying, That in a situation where you had blessings, and then that blessing was taken away, your feeling of pain is so deep that touches the very core of your existence, which then inspires you to return to God with all your heart and with all your soul, like the verse says. Since this is the nature of a human being, to feel deeper pain when the curse takes away the prior blessing... Therefore, Rashi didn't feel compelled to bring a reason and an explanation to these verses. It's understood from the verses themselves, the reason as to why the level of repentance is so deep and touches the very fabric of our Jewish soul. But one can ask, what does this mean that God bestows blessings and curses? It is known that no evil thing is issued from above. God is the essence of good. There is a deep Hasidic explanation to this that really God only sends forth blessings. This, that we may perceive it as a curse, is only because our human perception sees it that way. In the higher worlds, it remains a blessing. In Kabbalistic literature, there is an idea of Alma the Iskasia, the hidden world, and Alma the Iskalia, the revealed world. In the hidden world, the blessings remain blessings. Unfortunately, because of exile and in exile, the revealed state of godlike revelation and blessings can be experienced differently. In our revealed reality, it can be experienced, God forbid, as a curse. Actually, Targum Yenison translates the word kalala curse to mean substitutes, meaning that really God only issues blessings. But since we live in exile, these blessings can later be substituted by something else. But the ultimate closen- closeness to God will be in the times of Mashiach, when we will witness and see that everything that God has done for us in exile was for the good. Wishing you a Shabbat Shalom and Shana Tovah.